Hi, I'm Divine Grace Pushka, and you're listening to Divine Talks. We all embark on this spiritual and healing journey at one point or another on our way to a grand transformation. And truthfully, although our journeys look different from one another, we're all learning similar lessons and hoping to arrive at similar destinations. As we go through life, we are continuously stepping onto this journey, continuously healing, evolving, and becoming better with each experience and with each quest. Here, I offer a sacred space filled with heart-led conversations about our spiritual and healing journey, along with stories of spiritual triumph. Tune in to channeled messages from spirit and beloveds from the higher realms and receive a vibrational attunement for your day. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Divine Talks. I'm your host, Divine Grace Bushka. I'm so glad that you're here today. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I'm going to start out our conversation sharing stories of mine, stories regarding times in my life where I made the decision to listen to Source. I made the decision to listen to Spirit's guidance, to my own intuition, and and how I was able to properly listen and and make sure you know, discern that that was the proper way to go. And, um, and we'll, we'll talk about it some more later on. And I won't go deep into these stories. I'll briefly share them and then pick out the points that we'll dive into afterwards. For those that have read my book, A Little Bit of Grace, which by the way, you can still purchase if you're interested it's my spiritual memoir. It's on Amazon. If you search for a little bit of grace by Divine Grace Bushka, you will find it there. Um, there's even an ebook version of it. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a real book. <laughs> it's a real book. <laughs> um, it's filled with stories of mine, stories of transformation, very human stories, and very very magical stories too, stories where similar to the stories that I'll be sharing today, stories where I've, you know, connected with spirit and connected with source and was able to follow certain breadcrumbs that led me to a, a different part of my life. These, these things that happened, you know, they took place and I was able to go from point A to point B in my life. And, and then I just took that and did that a handful of times, um, a dozen of times throughout my life. And I tell people all the time, it's not just one big transformation, but it's a series of transformations. You know, we go through different iterations of ourselves and different, different phases of our lives. And so my, my life, you know, if, if you look at where it's at now and then you look at where I came from, it would be very, very black and white, like very, oh my God, like that's so far from one another. But there's, there's so much in the middle. There's so much journey in the middle. And so anyway, you can purchase my book on Amazon if you're interested. I share a lot of stories there and um, and I share a lot about my my connection and relationship with spirit and and how how basically how I arrived here now. So the first story that I want to share is actually the first story that I share in my book, 
My book actually starts out with this story. Going back to when I was getting married to my ex-husband, I had a destination wedding at the time. And around the same time, my ex-husband and I were also moving into a new place. And so a lot of our belongings were in storage and they were kept at a family member's house and everything was in boxes. And so when we finally got those back and we were moving into our new home, I figured, oh, well, you know, my documents would be there too. My passport would be there, all of that stuff. Um, Side note, I am a U.S. citizen. However, I had to go through that process to become one because I I was an immigrant. I came here from the Philippines. And so I was initially a Philippine citizen. And so when I was 18, I became a U.S. citizen. So all of that information, all of that, all of those documents that along with all the other documents that proved who I am, they were all stored in boxes and um, and they were all together along with my passport. And so that's a little side note. So long story short, we had just moved into our new home. We've unpacked our boxes and are settling in. And then in a couple weeks here, we're getting married and we are sailing basically to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. We live in San Diego. And so having a destination just made sense. A destination wedding, I should say, made sense. And so it was going to be 40 of our close family and friends and me and my husband-to-be. And so we had all of that planned and all of a sudden as I went to go look for my passport and my documentation, you know, that says, hey, I'm who I am, all of that was nowhere to be found. And so for a couple weeks, I looked and I looked and I looked and I looked everywhere and I could not find it. However, whenever I went to sit down and talk to spirit, spirit was always telling me that I would get on the ship and that I just needed to trust. It would be a journey, they said, but I would get on the ship, the ship that sails, the cruise ship, basically that sails to my destination wedding. I called the immigration office and, um, and asked if I can get a copy of my citizenship papers so that I could prove that I am who I am and go to the passport agency and get an expedited passport, yada, 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 called the passport agency, all of that, called everyone. I couldn't get my paperwork, basically, for my citizenship in time. And the passport agency couldn't really process anything without any of my, you know, my documentation that says, yes, I am who I am. (laughs) So it was getting really, really overwhelming. And, um, and I was about to give up and say, maybe we just, you know, get married here. And, and then we had this idea, well, we'll just call the cruise ship. We called the cruise ship and they had told us that basically all I needed to do was to show up that day of departure, the day that we would sail off towards Cabo San Lucas, that all I needed to do was show up with um, a government-issued identification, a form of identification, right? And so my driver's license would do. 
And so I said, perfect. Well, I have that. And then, um, and that it would be fine. You know, they would just verify me at the gate, um, or at the port. They said that they would just call CBP border patrol and just make sure that I was verified and, um, they would just look me up and that everything would be fine. But all I needed was my driver's license and I would be a okay, perfectly fine. And so that immediately just took care of all my worries and all my stress. And so the day of arrives and we are at the terminal, the cruise terminal, and I had our bags, you know, going in to the ship already. Everything's been checked in. All I had was my purse and my wedding dress in my hand, properly secured in its cute little bag. And so all was well. Our guests were all registered or checked in and they were all getting ready to board the ship i was the last one for some reason not sure why um but i get to the window and um and they start to check me in and i give them my driver's license and they're like okay cool we'll just you know we'll just call cbp and verify you that yes you are citizen and and everything will be okay and of course they get back to me and they said that the cbp office was closed and that no one could verify me. And I said, well, that's going to be a problem because I need to get on that ship because I get married in three days. And I don't have a passport. I don't have my citizenship papers. I don't have any of that. I don't have my paperwork that could help me get a passport like now or, you know, before <laughs> before we start sailing off in the next, you know, half an hour or whatever it was. But the answer was No. And I had to accept it. Nobody was going to verify me. CBP was closed. And I had no way of getting across the border to sail off with my wedding party and get married in three days' time. And everyone, you know, my, my husband-to-be, my groom, and um, my, our family and friends, they were all worried. And... Um, and I just quietly went within and I heard spirit tell me it's okay. Go ahead and tell them to get on the ship. Tell them to go and have fun and enjoy the vacation that they had paid for and that you will see them there, that you will meet them there. And I said, really? And they repeated it again. They said, yes, tell your, tell your loved ones, get on the ship and that you'll meet them there. And then afterwards, call your friend Carlos. I said, my friend Carlos. I'm like, I haven't talked to him in like years. Someone I had worked with at the bank years ago. And I didn't even really talk to him much, you know, at that time anymore either. But what choice did I have? Spirit had just given me this guidance. And I had no choice, right? What choice did I have? I mean, I guess I didn't have to follow it, but I still couldn't get on the ship either way. I wasn't going to get on that ship, which I was confused because I remember spirit telling me I was going to get on the ship. So this is when they tell me again, tell them to get on the ship, tell your loved ones to get on the ship. You'll meet them there for the wedding. Call your friend Carlos and in time you will get on the ship. And so I turned to my family and friends and my 
my groom and I tell him, you know what? It's fine, guys. Go and enjoy the vacation that you all paid for. I will meet you there. And they all looked at me as if I was, that there was something wrong with me, basically. (laughs) And I said, I'll figure out how to get there. I know I'm going to get there. I will meet you there. And, And so go and, you know, have fun and enjoy. A few of my really close family members and my husband-to-be were really, really hesitant. But also, what choice did they have? I mean, what choice did I have? I wasn't going to get on the ship. I guess they didn't have to get on the ship. But here I was pleading with them, begging them, get on the ship, please. I promise you, I will be there. Now, I didn't know how I was going to make that happen. But I trusted spirit in that time. And so they all went on the ship. And long story short, I won't go into the details, but long story short, I actually make it to Mexico. I make it to Cabo San Lucas even before they get there. I actually make it in less than 24 hours. I actually ended up flying there. I actually ended up having a passport made for me. Now, there were so many obstacles before that end destination. It was quite a journey, like Spirit had initially told me. And in the end of that story, going back home after the wedding, I was actually able to get on the ship, like they told me. Now, they also told me, if you don't remember in the story, when they asked me to just tell my family and friends to get on the ship to call my friend Carlos. That was the first breadcrumb that they had given me. And that was the first one that I followed through with. And after calling Carlos, other things unfolded. Now, it still wasn't for sure. And there was still a lot of doubt. There was still a lot of fear and questions. But I just kept following the breadcrumbs. And I kept listening intently to their voice. And I kept checking in with my intuition to what felt like intuition, not just anxiety or fear or wishful thinking. I was able to discern what was what at that point in my life. And so, like I said, long story short, yes, I ended up getting to Mexico, to Cabo San Lucas, less than 24 hours from sitting or standing, I should say, a standing at the cruise terminal being told that I couldn't get on the ship because I had no passport and no legal documentation that would allow me all the steps to actually attain a passport and get on a ship or a plane to to actually go. Moving on to the next story. This next story actually takes place before this la- the last story that I had just shared. This was when I was pregnant with my son. I was about four months pregnant with him. I remember because the month before we had just found out um, that I was having a boy and and something that I actually intuitively knew and want to bet with. And so, and that's why I was able to call him the name that we chose for him because I won the bet because, well, I knew it was going to be a boy. Anyway, So this is when I was pregnant with my son and I was about four months pregnant, four and a half, I should say. And I had a few more months to go in my pregnancy. We had a trip planned to Yosemite at this time. And I remember talking about it at work and one of the customers had mentioned, you know, you should probably check with your doctor if it's safe for you to go regarding your pregnancy and like the high elevation that you'll be in when you're in Yosemite. 
And so I just remember having felt this energy about that, about what that person said. And then I remember thinking, well, I don't, I don't really need to check in with my doctor. And plus like, you know, making an appointment with my doctor would take forever to even get in, you know, we leave in a few days, so it won't even matter. And plus like, you know, I feel fine. Like I've had a wonderful pregnancy and, you know, and before I was pregnant, I was really active and fit. I was working out and eating well. And, you know, I've never had any issues with my health and in my pregnancy, you know, everything was great. I wasn't feeling any sort of discomfort or even pain or any of that. No, I felt perfectly fine. However, one day, as I was coming home from work, and this was like a few days before, a couple days before we had to leave for Yosemite, I had this intuitive pull, this intuitive thought, and this urge. I really should maybe even go to triage, to like the actual hospital and go to triage and get checked. You know, and it's going to be really fast. Like, you know, I'll be in and out. They'll just check me to make sure I'm fine and that I'll be okay to go to Yosemite with the high elevations there. And yeah, you know, we can do it on our way to dinner. It'll be fine. I just, but I just remember having this very intuitive, intuitive feeling and that I couldn't shake off. And it just, it was like urgent. I needed to go. And so I remember telling my, um, my ex-husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, um, hey, you know, I know we have plans to go to dinner. Um, why don't we do this? Let's stop by the hospital real quick. On our way to dinner, it'll be like five minutes. I just need them to check me to make sure that I'll be okay for our trip in a couple of days. And so lo and behold, I find myself in triage and they're asking me questions like, well, are you in pain? Are you, are you having any discomforts and any of that? I'm like, no, I'm perfectly fine. And they're like, well, are you having any like contractions or any of that? I'm like, no, like I said, I'm perfectly fine, but I just wanted to be, I just wanted to be here. I felt like I needed to come here now real quick, you know, just for you guys to check, like I'm leaving for Yosemite in a couple days. And so they're like, all right, fine. You know, usually, you know, if you're not feeling any of those, you should, you should be okay. Um, lo and behold, they check me and they're like, you know, I'm sorry, ma'am, but you won't be going to Yosemite in a couple days. And in fact, you won't be going anywhere because you're actually having a miscarriage right now. Like you're dilating and you're open and your son is dropping, your baby's dropping. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I was having a miscarriage and I didn't even know. I had no sign of it. I wasn't having any, any contractions, any pain, any of that. But I did have this intuitive notion, this intuitive feeling that I needed to go to triage. It wasn't even to call my doctor. It was, I'm going to go to triage. To, I'm going to go to the hospital. So lo and behold, long story short, it saved my son. And now, you know, 13 years later, I'm so, 14 years later, almost 14 years later, 13 and a half years later, I'm so glad that, that, that I listened because it turns out that it, it's hard for me to, to carry, um, to carry children or, you know, to, to carry. <laughs> my doctor had told me afterwards that I would have a hard time in all my pregnancies after that, that one. And 
I'm so glad that I listened to my intuition because I actually never had kids again because it's, it's hard for me to carry. I, I usually have a miscarriage. So because I tap into my intuition and I listened to its urgent, its urgency, right? Um, I, I got to meet my son and I got to be a mom. And, and I'm so glad that I did that, that I listened because he was the only child. He's the only child I'll ever have in this lifetime. Next story. And this is the last one for today. This is when I met the love of my life, my, my life partner and my husband now, my best friend, Steve. So fast forwarding from those other two stories, basically I had just gotten divorced and um, it had been about a year and I wasn't looking for love at all. I wasn't looking to be in a relationship. I was enjoying just working on myself, being with myself and just enjoying my time with my son in you know, with our, this new life that we were in, it's just me and my son. And, um, and it was around my birthday that all of this took place actually. And I had just done, I just come back from my eat, pray, love trip in, in France. I was basically really enjoying my life. Wasn't looking for romance and you know a love partner no i was just i was just enjoying being me so as we got closer to my birthday my friends had asked me to pick a place to go that evening to celebrate my birthday and um so i kept scrolling on yelp i remember and i kept while i was scrolling i kept thinking 7777. I had also been seeing 77, like lots of sevens, like days before that. Actually, not even days, but not that I'm talking about it, weeks and even months before that, right? Couple months before that. And I just thought that was interesting. And here I am scrolling on Yelp, looking for a place for us to go, to go to that evening to celebrate my birthday. And as I'm scrolling, I I see this place called Seven Grand, which is this whiskey bar in San Diego. And so as soon as I see it, I feel my intuition kind of like give me a, like a flash, like this one, this one, this one, this one. And then I also hear spirits say, go there that evening, Seven Grand. And I go, okay, well, I'll tell my friends. And so I tell my friends and you know they they all agreed and then a couple days later they all had asked if we could go the opposite direction and go somewhere else if we could go north instead of south from where we were and so i said okay fine so we won't go to seven grand we'll go elsewhere however the next couple days i keep getting this intuitive feeling that i really need to go to seven grand that night and i keep hearing Spirits say, you need to go there. You have to go there. This is where we're leading you to. And so the evening where we're about to 
go out. I'm literally closing my door, and I remember vividly taking my key, putting it into the keyhole, and turning it so I can lock my door as we are leaving to go out and celebrate my birthday. Celebrate me. I hear spirits say, "Go to Seven Grand. Tell your friends you've changed your mind. You want to go to Seven Grand." And so right then and there, I pull my key out after locking my door and I turn around and I go, hey, change of plans. I know we had talked about going up North Del Mar, but I want to go to Seven Grand. I want to go to North Park and go to Seven Grand. And they're like, oh, okay, sure. Lo and behold, because there's a lot of details there too. Um, and the way that my husband his journey getting to seven grand that night was very very synchronistic with my journey as well but lo and behold if i hadn't listened once again to my intuition and followed spirit's guidance to go somewhere to do something right to make a decision certain decision i would have never met the love of my life that night i know that sounds so cliche but that really happened It's very real. I've never felt so safe and so comfortable. I've never laughed so much in my life than I have with my husband. He is definitely my best friend and I'm so glad that that it's him that I'm doing this life with, that it's him and my son. And so anyway, I listened to spirit. I trusted my intuition. I was able to discern Is that really my intuition? Is that really spirit? Or is this my anxiety? Is this my fear? Or is this my wishful thinking? I was able to discern which one was which. And when I realized, you know, yes, this is my intuition. And yes, this is spirit's guidance. I followed through. No matter how much it did not make sense. No matter how uncomfortable or how scary it was. I followed through anyway. And these are just three stories of so many more, you know, like I said, go, go read my book. Um, I go into detail in with, with those three stories alone. There's so much more of the journey in between, um, from point A to point B with those stories. But if I hadn't listened, if I hadn't trusted my intuition, I, I wouldn't have ever gotten on the ship (laughs) and most importantly I wouldn't have ever met my son I wouldn't have ever met my best friend my husband two important people in my life I'm so glad I didn't miss out on all because I listened to my intuition all because I followed through with spirit's guidance no matter how scary it was and how much it didn't make sense. And so when people read these stories and when people hear these stories, they think, oh my gosh, you totally manifested it. How did you manifest it? They focus on the manifestation. They focus on, oh, the magic of the destination of where I arrived. And that's what I want to talk about before we end this conversation. Don't focus so much on the manifestation Focus on the healing. Focus on getting to know yourself. Focus on getting to know your voice. Focus on getting to know your fears and even your desires. Because then you'll know how to discern 
which is which in comparison to the voices from spirit when that comes in or the voice of your intuition when that comes in. Focus on the healing, not the manifestation. And I will actually go more into depth about this as we go through the next few weeks of episodes here. But I wanted to just introduce this and um, go a little deeper into what I was talking about a couple weeks ago before the episode before the, the July energy update. This is just a continuation of that conversation. Deepening one's spirituality, which, you know, all entails healing, working on yourself, really honing in on your intuition, and creating a deep relationship with your guides, with spirit, so that you know what their voice sounds like what their guidance feels like so you can follow it when it comes in. All of those things, all part of deepening your spirituality. When you deepen your spiritual journey, that is when you create these sorts of transformations. That is when these manifestations occur. When these quote-unquote magical or miraculous moments start to take place in your life. People focus so much on the manifesting part That's actually the end. People focus so much on the magic and the miracles that take place. Those things are the end. The real magic and the real miraculous things that happen, happen before, happen during the journey, the in-between when you start to work on yourself and when you start to face who you are and the truths that you carry, the truths about you, you start to really learn the different voices of yourself, of your intuition and of spirit, of your fears, of your desires, of your anxiety, of your worries, You start to really know all of those different things. And that allows you to really, really hone in on your innate abilities to heal, to create, to intuit, to use your intuition, to connect with source. Everyone thinks it's just manifesting. It's not. It's all of the other things that need to take place before manifesting can even occur. For those that don't know, manifesting is basically, it's matching the vibration of that which you desire so that it materializes in your life or so that you attract it. You, you allow that energy to come forth and become part of your reality. But you have to become that energy first and that vibration first. You have to match it. That's what that means. You have to become that energy first. How do you become that energy first? By learning who you are. By mastering who you are. By learning all your fears, all your desires. Learning how deep those go. Knowing where they come from, where they originate from where they've showed up in your life, the different iterations of them, 
throughout your life. If you are looking to create transformation in your life, if you are looking to create a certain reality of yours, you have to do this work. I know I say this all all the freaking time. You have to do the work. You have to do the inner work. This is all part of it. In fact, and this is another conversation that we'll have later down the road in a few weeks' time. In fact, if you really want to deepen your intuition, if you really want to deepen your relationship, your connection with spirit, if you really want to allow that voice to really clear up and become crisp and clear so you know that is my spirit team, that is my intuition, you have to be clear on your own voice, on your own self. You have to do the work on yourself. You have to heal the pain, the hurt, all of that, all the wounds that you still carry from your past. You have to start facing that. And not only do you have to start facing that, But moving forward, you also have to learn how to reverse all of that and bring in the right sort of affirmations and practices, sort of discipline that you have to set that not only help you continue to heal those things, but to create better mindset, create better practices moving forward that support you becoming that energy of that which you desire, that support you creating that transformation you want to create, that you want to make, that support that lifestyle that you're trying to create, that reality, that dream life, reality, whatever you want to call it. I know this is like the disappointing part because I wish that manifestation and you know the law of attraction, all that stuff, you know, it, it happens so easily. I wish it was just envisioning things on the surface and talking about what I desire. I wish it was just about that. I wish I could just go in and go, oh, that's my intuition. Or, oh, okay, let me listen. That's spirit. I wish it was that easy. It does become easy. I promise you it does. For me, it's it's so natural now. When they come in, oh, there, there they are. <laughs> when I, I feel an intuitive pull, oh, there it is. <laughs> it's... It's not a lot of work anymore to go, wait, is that, is that me or is that them? Is that my fear or is that like actual guidance, you know? And so it does get easy, but sometimes you, I don't even think it's sometimes. I think it's actually a lot of the times, right? If not all the time, it's, it's difficult for us. It's challenging for us, right? There's a struggle first. We're not all masters, you know, starting something out. Of course not. When you hopped on your first bike without training wheels, were you a master then? Were you, when you hopped on your first skateboard, were you a master then? When you first started playing a certain instrument, were you, were you a master then? I'm pretty sure not. You're probably, you know, playing songs like Ode to Joy and, you know, Mary Had a Little Lamb or Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star or something. You were not playing any Mozart the first time you put your fingers on piano keys or, you know, strings of a guitar. No. And even those born with, you know, natural talent, you know, they're still 
there's still this journey that takes place that allows them to progress. There's still that time in between. So where practice makes progress and progress becomes mastery, right? And because it, it just continues. You just continue to practice and you continue to progress. So my point is in this, in this conversation of ours this week, for those who are looking to shift their reality, to create huge transformations in their life, those who are trying to attract in miracles and magic in their life, don't focus so much on just the end result. Don't focus so much on, well, I'm just going to focus on the magic and I'm just going to focus on the manifesting, that, that part, the manifestation. Yes, set those up. Know that, know what you want. In fact, do the work to really find out what you truly want. But focus more so on the actual work. That, that work is more so the magic. I promise you. Because when you arrive where you want to arrive, when you've done it properly, it will feel so fulfilling. Not just temporary, but it will fill all the voids within you. And I promise that anyone can do this. I promise that everyone has this ability to, to create these miracles in their lives to tune into their intuition properly clearly and to follow through with spirit with source courageously you can all do this we can all do this because like i mentioned in the episode before the july update we're all coming from source Therefore, we all have that within us. We all have the ability to heal and the ability to create. We all have that ability naturally within us. And it's just a matter of tapping into it. So yes, it doesn't matter where you're coming from, how big your wounds are, how much trauma you've experienced. I promise that you are able to heal and sometimes it takes longer, sometimes it takes more time, and that's okay. But know that you, if you, if you put in the effort, know that you will start to move forward. So anyway, I hope that you all enjoyed this conversation today. I love talking about these things. I love sharing with you all my stories and I hope that you all enjoyed my stories. If you want to read more, please go go purchase my book. Um, like I said, it, it comes in an ebook version as well. Or if you're like me, I love actual real books <laughs> in my hands for me to, to hold while I'm reading them. You can have that too. It's also available. And just search for a little bit of grace a spiritual memoir by Divine Grace Bushka. Other than that, I hope that you all are doing wonderful and having a wonderful week. Um, 
just real quick announcements. My grand opening promotions are extended until the end of July. So the 35% off all my offerings are is still valid until July 31st, 2022 at midnight. And um, just use the code grand opening and you'll get 35% off. And for gift certificates, the the price that you will see on my website already reflects the discount. Um, my promotion with Velour Aesthetics regarding our bundle together for $150 for the 60-minute glow facial and the 30-minute one-on-one session with me, that is still going on as well. And we are extending that as well until July 31st, 2022 at midnight. And yes, the healing by donation is also still happening. Every All of this that I've mentioned, you can find on, on my website. Go ahead and click on offerings when you get to my website, www.divinegracetoday.com. Other than that, thank you again for tuning in and I will talk to you all soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Hi there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Divine Talks. If what you heard resonated with you, I invite you to follow me on Instagram at Divine Grace Today. And if you want to learn more about what I do and what I offer, I'm a healer, intuitive, trance medium, and channel. And I offer one-on-one sessions, classes, and events. You can check all of these out on my website, DivineGraceToday.com for more information. See you all next episode.